Dog gear that's good as well that's clean. Join Tim and Oe in between the sets. Between the sets. Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Oe. Thank you, Belly, for that lovely introduction. And what a pleasure it is to have by my side the big dog. Matthew Oe O'Donnell, all the way from the Central Coast, visiting the studio. How, how are things going for you, mate? Yeah, mate, I'm back. Um, <laughs> listen, a couple of things. Uh, I thought we got rid of Belly on the show. Yeah, I yeah. Th- I thought he was gone. Controversial views and opinions are mm. not welcome here. Yeah, uh, that's right. So, nah, Belly's all good, isn't he? Mm, not in my book. And I like the other intro. I, I thought you put a lot of time and effort... <laughs> Into the intro, we had a bit of uh, a, a bit of the Fox Footy theme song going on, and you said, "Nah, don't like it." Scrapped. Woofo, our executive producer. I don't know if he sent it to you. He sent it to me. That video of the boys getting around the Fox Footy theme song, and uh, it does get you going. It gets you ready to watch football. Yeah. It gets you ready to listen to the podcast, and it gets you ready to just get around the boys and have a bit of a dance. Now, I can I can get that. Thing, it's probably on here somewhere. I'll, ha- I'll have a look for it later on. I was worried about having too much shitty radio chat. Oh, no, 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 Tim. That's why we started this podcast, because we couldn't get on the radio <laughs> to talk shit. So we just talk shit here. Exactly. Um, but we've been telling the Senate this for years, about, about the Fox footy theme yes, song, yes. mate. Um, the boys do get around it. it. It's a cracker tune. Mm. Now, who would have thought all those years ago, all right, you're down at Northies, you're having a little boogie on the dance floor. Timmy Trumpet comes on, right? <laughs> Timmy Trumpet, Shire local, right? Yeah. <laughs> From Bumper Bump Bump fame. Um, and, and listen, every week and we go, oh, no, he's not going to get that bloody trumpet out again, is he? And he rolls out the trumpet mm. for years, mate, and we're bagging the bloke. Yeah. Where is he now? Uh, probably doing a dawn service. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to play it. Um, yeah, no, salute to, to Timmy Trump, Trumpet. We've actually got a, a Timmy Trombone in, mm. the, uh, in, the, in the crew. We do. A new member has joined the, the Budgie Boys, Gareth. Gareth Trombone. Uh, I think he's his, his handle. G-Bone, I call G-bone. him. The G-Bone. Um, he, he came out for a swim a few weeks ago. He, he came back the following week and none of us were there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was down the coast. You were up the coast. Uh, Bondi was... Uh, Stuck in Western Sydney. Um, yeah, so we've got to start getting a bit more consistent with these Saturday meetups. Yeah, well, Tim, I've, I've moved away, so I can't um, kind of <laughs> rope the boys in anymore to, yeah. to get there. But um, I haven't met Gaff, but he, sa- he sent a message to the, the Budgie Boys Instagram and he said, listen, I've been turning up for a couple of weeks yeah. at the spot that it says on the Instagram mm. and no one's there. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. No one is there. <laughs> like, like you, you're in the right spot. Mm. We're just at home, uh, and it's going to happen again. Uh, I'm sure this weekend because the the forecast n- is not that great. But you know what? It's really good to have a new member. I think we should um, on that uh, engage a little bit with with Gareth and his musings. Uh, when he's he initially sent me a message, I think he was testing the waters. And he's like, "Boys, love the podcast." Um, just wanted to send through a couple of uh, uh, suggestions about what to talk about. Number one point, blue bottles. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm here to tell you, I've got a, I've got a few things on blue bottles. Okay. All right, Timmy? Now, so, when we started the podcast about three years ago, I had not been stung by a blue bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few months into the podcast, I, I got stung, I think, two weeks in a row. Uh, so I know what it's all about now. I'm not an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching an episode of Bondi Rescue, which is a... a you know, Logie-winning, award-winning show uh, with your mate on it. Yeah, with Maxie, who uh, who got absolutely smoked by Jesse Morrison uh, at Womp of twenty nineteen. Yeah, I, uh, it's a great show, and and someone summarised it very, very, very well on on TikTok. I'm I'm big on TikTok now. Mm. <laughs> this guy made a little sketch where it was just. Uh, you know, cut to a pom. It was just a tomato sitting on the sand. Yeah. Uh, cut to uh, foreign backpackers that are just caught in backpackers' rip, and then um, yeah, just just cut to the boys just being tezzers. You know, just walking around <laughs> yeah. looking for things to do. Yeah. If they cut to the tomato on the sand, do they also cut to the capsicum and get, and get a bit of a, a ready steady cook gag going on? <laughs> We've been talking a bit about ready steady cook, and fun fact. If you watch old episodes of it, you might see these two faces. Isn't it funny that, you know, back in the day, we, we you know, watching TV wasn't enough for us. We go, come on, boys, I've got tickets yeah. to the hottest show in town. <laughs> We're going to watch Ready, Steady, Cook get made live. This is a show that if you were off sick, you had to watch. Yeah. It wasn't a, a, a joy to watch this show. I actually quite liked it because I love cooking, mm. but it, it, it was... It was Pretty bad daytime television, and we, we would just go to tapings yeah. for a night out. And uh, I wish we could find some of that. that oh, no, footage. no, 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 I've got it. I've, I've got the footage, mate. Uh, <laughs> we'll put it on the Patreon because it, it's worth a watch. Uh, there's only a few small cuts, but the thing I remember, Tim, is mm. that like normally they cook pretty conventional foods, mm. but the night we rock up, yeah. steak tartare. Yeah, steak tartare, which. Or is it tatar? It's tartare. I tartare? think that's, that's how it's spelt. Um, but I, I've never eaten it before. You know, I, I was I, my my parents used to call me the tongue because I just couldn't handle mm. any sort of complex foods. Um, now I'm very uh, I'm a foodie. Yeah. I, I'm going out. I'm having star- steak. I'm I'm buying steak tartare for the for the whole <laughs> for the restaurant. <laughs> but um, back then it was the first time I tried it, and I don't think it was. You know, it was cold cuts from IGA. Yeah. They weren't using premium meat. Um, So they tried to put a bit of citrus on it to kind of. Yeah, and he's like, like, the the lemon's cooking it. I'm like, mate, I saw you put that in the bowl four minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm eating it. Because they go, all right, now you and you can come up because at the end of the show, they got you to taste the food. And we're like, sweet, there's about 10 of us. This is my big break. I will put this on my show reel. Yeah. Um, if 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 our listeners don't know, the show was actually originally in the UK. Ainsley, remember the 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 big black. I thought he was gay. He, he's got a wedding ring on, mm. and that was before gay marriage was legal. Oh. So I'm not sure if he's gay, but he was he was very out there. Mm. And uh, Ainsley used to host the show. But it's so funny on his own cooking show when he was just doing his own thing. He was really out there. But then on Ready Steady Cook, he was quite reserved, mm. which is the show you need to pump the people up for. Um, over here, we had a few different hosts. Uh, Colin Lane from uh, Lane Owen Woodley, a comedy duo, hosted. But yeah, the show was pretty much uh, two teams. Uh, they get a, a mystery bag of food and they've got you know half an hour to put together a, a few meals. What I really disliked about filming it, uh, it was a long day. 
and they were going through cookbooks. Mm. They had about an hour to prepare. I was, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. This is, you know, Iron Chef. This is cutthroat right. television. You get in there and you make me some steak tartare. Now, Timmy, before we went on this big brand, and I'm going to try and bring it back in, but I wanted to talk a l- just a little bit more about uh, Bondi Rescue. Mm. And um, I don't know if you have the, the sting lined up, but uh, voiced by – when I said your mate before, you said Maxie, and I went, that's great. Oh, good. But it's yeah, your other different mate. Different mate. Osha. Yeah, I'm not too – You're angry. Oh, where's my Husey losing it? Grab, I need that one. <laughs> Yes, if I move that one here and I move that one here, it will work. And you've lost it. <laughs> well, go on. I found a better Husey grab and I forgot to get it. Because mm. uh, Husey says that a lot. Yeah, well, that's his catchphrase. <laughs> um, yeah, I've lost it. Uh, two things about a- Andrew G, <laughs> which... He used to go by... Now, this is a television personality in Australia. He used to host Australian Idol. Um, He was a music television presenter, and now he hosts The Bachelor. Hmm. Before lockdown... or During lockdown, the ABC commissioned a show uh, for to make sort of sketches about staying at home. A pretty good show. You know, a lot of our, our mm. mates actually got involved in it. Now, they did a little sketch where it was sort of urging people not to start a podcast during lockdown. You know, you're home alone, you're bored, grab a USB mic and and start recording every thought you've ever had in your life. I kind of get the joke. Mm. And and Andrew G was sort of the head of this this sketch. He was the, the main guy, I reckon. And he said, you know, don't start a podcast. And I was like, no, 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 mate. Don't tell me what to do. By the way, Andrew G or Osher... You know, he thinks he owns mental health as well. Like, he's the only one to suffer anxiety. Like, he's yeah. the only one can, who can make documentaries about anxiety. Other people suffer from depression as well, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm off him. You know, the show, you know, The Bachelor, which is pretty much... He's hosting Tinder. Mm. You know, that's just a dating show. It's, it's, it's not, you know, Good Morning Australia. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit off him. And uh, was your main problem that he hosted, he started two podcasts during lockdown after yeah, he did that gag? Yeah, yeah. And and he hosts, I'm pretty sure, an interview, like a, a one-on-one interview show that's been going for years. Mm. It, just, it, just, it just annoys me. It's like, like, okay, so if you've got a little bit of fame, you're allowed a podcast. But if you're scum of the earth like me and you, <laughs> we're not allowed like a podcast. Budgie boys, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Um, anywho, off, yeah. Off well, that's good to. Le- it's good that you get some of that frustration <laughs> out, Timmy. And uh, I mean, I, I haven't lost it for a few weeks. Uh, I haven't really been frustrated too much. It's been good. So maybe you'll get a couple of weeks out um, where you just might be feeling quite zen now that mm. you, you've you've released that tension. Anywho, back to the uh, blue bottles. The, yeah. Um, G-Bone, mate, he's really sus on the blue bottles. Like When you say sus, what do you mean? Like doesn't like them. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. quite fearful of yeah. them. Yeah. It would be my understanding of it Like because he goes, you boys go in in your budgies. Mm. Uh, what's the what's the go on that? Like, I, I don't hop in the water without a weddy on because of the blue bottles. And I'm like, mm, well, mate, they're around. <laughs> but if you know the conditions, you can kind of predict when they're on. So uh, for us on the East Coast, this isn't part of the article. I will read a, a bit of the article in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, for us on the East Coast, 
normally the the blue bottles are blown into shore during the summer months uh, on the northeast uh, wind. Right. So uh, you don't see a lot of them during the middle of winter when the swell's good anyway. Now, I mean, if the surf is... You're in the middle of summer and the surf is a foot and it's nor'easter, you probably don't want to go in the water anyway. Um, So just a word of warning there. Now for... Would everyone know what a blue bottle is? Like, would Listeners in the UK, do they get blue bottles over there? I wouldn't think so. I mean, write into us if you do because (laughs) it's very important. Um, Now, I'll just run you through some of... uh, some information on blue bottles. Blue bottles are the most common cause of jellyfish stings in Australia. Blue bottles, also known as the Portuguese man of war. Now, I wonder why. Do you reckon they're... Um, is that where they, they come from? Is that yeah. where they migrate from? What are they, where do they speak Portuguese to me? Spain? 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the, the blue bottles lay mainly on the plains of Spain. El Espanol. El Espanol. Uh, and they vary in size. And their severity of sting is usually dependent on the amount of contact uh, mm. it makes with the, uh, your skin. Mm. Now, I don't know if you remember, Timmy, but the last time I got done by a blue bottle was New Year's Day. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 2017. We went for a, a surf at Stanny. Yep. Now, I got stung on the neck. Yep. And uh, the normally when I get done on the arms in the past, I've been pretty good with it, like it it stings and it's itchy but this time when it got done on the neck the pain kind of migrated to the glands underneath my armpit and I remember being in agony Mm. Uh, and I had to take a Panadol or something like that just to take the edge off Um, I'm sure people are allergic to it as well true Uh, and that's actually um, the, the film you know have you seen My Girl Macaulay Culkin gets stung by bees. No. Yeah, it's a really sad film where Macaulay Culkin, he's a young young boy, gets stung by bees, has allergic reaction and dies. My Girl 2, someone gets stung by a jelly, uh, blue bottle. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? You had me on a string there too. Isn't it funny, this, this film, My Girl, I'm just, mm. I apologise for shit movie chat. So this, this film, My Girl, mm. was a very sad film. It stars Macaulay Culkin, Dan Aykroyd and a young child actor who did nothing and then one episode of 30 Rock. I don't know her name. Um, but, you know, it did well as a film. Mm. And when films do well, they go, "What? how can we cash in on this? Let's make a sequel. But it was a really sad film about a kid dying and yeah. they made a sequel. Mm. The kid's dead. Yeah. They had to bring in another kid. <laughs> I don't think they killed this one, but oh, it's, it's a sad film. Maybe we should produce My Girl 2 and it's body surfing themed. There is My Girl 2. No one dies. We'll have to do My oh, Girl My 3. Oh, My Girl 3, okay. And, uh, yeah, the, we can get a young blonde boy who gets stung by a blue bottle, has an allergic reaction and dies. That's act one. <laughs> The rest of the film gets, yeah, very And he's dark. an up-and-coming body surfer. <laughs> uh, I've actually been thinking a lot about making a body surfing documentary because there always is um, teasers and ideas of body surfing docos floating around, but no one ever actually gets around to doing it. I think it would be really fun. Do you know my idea for a body surfing documentary? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Tell me. Okay, this is my pitch to Netflix. Mm-hmm. A documentary about body surfing... With no footage of body surfing. Good. It's just people talking to camera mm. with a, a blank screen behind them. Yeah. That's it. I like it. That's the whole film. You Is it, how long does it go for? Oh, an hour. You get just all the big names in. 
yeah. uh, to talk about, you know, how it started, what mm. it means to them, how they got involved. It's pretty much the podcast, but okay. it's, <laughs> we're not involved. Maybe we, yeah. uh, you know, we, we can be executive producers or something. But the problem with the podcast is we we don't talk about body surfing <laughs> and we don't show any body surfing. Yes. So it's going to have to be a little bit better than that. So I, I'm, I'm on board with mm. that, Timmy. Maybe uh, Belly could produce because yeah. he doesn't like watching body surfing. Yeah. He just likes partaking in body surfing. So I think that's got legs. Mm. People talking about body surfing yeah. but giving no visual cues yeah. for body surfing. Mate, that's brilliant. This is better than any idea I've got. Now back to the, uh, back to the blue bottle. Symptoms. A blue bottle sting usually causes an immediate or severe pain, mm-hmm. generally fades over the course of an hour. Uh, when I got stung uh, my first time, it took a while. It was a delayed reaction. Mm. I didn't feel it for a while, and then when I got out of the water, it started to hit me. Yeah, right. That's interesting. Mm. Um, well, that's not what the, the dot points are saying, Tim, so <laughs> I'll keep going with these. Uh, you can usually see on the body where the sting has occurred, because mm-hmm. there'll be a red line where the tentacle is touched. Um, sometimes this line has a beaded appearance and is swollen and itchy. I'm sure people have experienced that before. Occasionally, blisters can develop on the side of the sting, and very uh, and very rarely the sting will later cause scarring. So there you go. You can you mm. can get scarred from a blue bottle. My biggest fear. In the water, and this is a bigger fear than even sharks, is swallowing a blue bottle. I've heard Mm. horror stories of people swimming, they come up for a breath, they open their mouth, bang, blue bottle in the mouth. That would absolutely kill. Mm. uh, Something I I would like to actually experience is a blue bottle to the old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Get a bit of swelling down there. Yeah, well, maybe uh, maybe that's a brand... That we could like, maybe we'll pitch that to Steady Freddy, <laughs> and we'll we'll say, listen, uh, like obviously we we want to keep the old boy up mm. as uh, as males. Sometimes it, it it can be hard to um, perform your your husbandly or um, boyfriendly duties. <laughs> um, so yeah, why not? Maybe can, do you think that would work, Tim? Could we just? Get blue bottles Harness. and like grind it down into a paste that you just smear <laughs> on yourself. Well, what is a blue bottle? This see this art. I thought this article might so def- it, it, might answer what a blue bottle is. Sounds like a distant cousin to a jellyfish. Yeah, I from my understanding, and I probably should research this before I give out some um, uh, fake news. Uh, my understanding is that it's a conglomerate of many different um, cells or jelly. Jellyfy yeah. is that plural yeah. of jellyfish? Jellyfy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they kind of come under the one umbrella, which mm. is that little balloony thing, and just floats around. Let's get to the bottom of this. Charles mm. Darwin's going to join us next week on the podcast <laughs> to uh, talk about evolution. Um, another big fear of mine, and I, I've never come close to one of these things: box jellyfish. Now yeah. these things are deadly, and if you go swimming up north. Um, pretty much whenever it is jellyfish season, you have to wear protective mm. clothes. Like just to go snorkeling or swimming, you've got to wear these ridiculous outfits just to protect yourself from these box jellyfish that are super, super deadly. I actually watched a, a documentary about box jellyfish once about a guy who was pronounced dead after being stung by a box jellyfish and came back to life. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, called My Girl 3. <laughs> 
Um, I've just Googled what the Portuguese man of war is, and it's not a jellyfish. Mm. Okay, it's a uh, uh, siphonophore, siphonophore, oh. which is a colony of tiny specialized polyps working together as colonies. I thought it was a film starring Jess Malboy. <laughs> Apologies for the shit movie chat. I, I, I know it's bad. <laughs> it's not too bad today, Jim. I like it. Now, what everyone's come here to listen to is the treatment for the blue bottle. Yes. Now, I've seen you do some silly things. Once you got a, a sting, you you were rubbing sand into it. Yeah, I thought that it might kind of aggravate the area enough that it <laughs> oh, would. Oh, it aggravated <laughs> you, all right? Yeah, it made it worse. Um, it's kind of that, that theory that, like, if you break your arm... <laughs> well, maybe not break your arm, but you cut your cut your arm. Mm. You pinch the other arm to confuse your brain into thinking that the other arm's more painful <laughs> right. than this arm. And then when nothing, then when you stop pinching the arm, you're meant to kind of get back to some equilibrium. I thought the sand might work in the same way, Tim. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, now the treatments for the blue bottle sting, uh, you need to carefully remove any remaining tentacles. Now, get someone else to do this because you don't want. St- Stung fingers <laughs> now. So if you you've got some a friend there, get them to get it off. Um, I mean pliers or not pliers, but tweezers aren't really accessible at the beach. Ma- maybe the lifeguard's got mm. some. Um, gently wash the area uh, in seawater and uh, take care to avoid any further stings. So no golden showers. Well, I'm not up to that yet. Oh. No, <laughs> maybe it is. Uh, washing the site. Uh, of the sting with vinegar is not recommended for blue bottle stings. Mm. Immerse the area where the blue bottle sting has occurred in hot water. That's 45 degrees Celsius. No hotter than the rescuer can comfortably tolerate. So you don't want someone going, oh, gee, my hands hurt while they're trying to help you. Uh, So you want to do that for at least 20 minutes. Uh, And the use of hot water is more effective at reducing the pain of blue bottle stings than uh, any other thing. So like ice packs, vinegar, urine. (laughs) They're saying hot water's the way to do it. And I've heard that that also works for other marine stings. Okay. So things like um, if you step on a stingray, if you're Steve Irwin yourself, you want to – can you say that yet? See, people get really like – no, no Steve Irwin jokes. You can do any other joke you want, but you can't do a Steve Irwin joke. I, I did something very silly. I started um, a group on Facebook for open mic comedians to sort of share ideas. Mm-hmm. And I posted last night, what do you guys do if someone in the audience, when you're doing stand-up comedy, what do you do if someone yells out too soon? It's happened a few times. To, to things you? like that. <laughs> yeah. Steve Irwin, happened 10 years mm-hmm. ago. Um, oh, that's it was it was like an anniversary recently. I think it is too soon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too soon to the anniversary. It's because it's within a close proximity. But that's why it was in on my mind. One of my favorite uh, comedians, Norm Macdonald, recently died, and he used to do a bit about Steve Irwin. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I think he did it pretty quickly after okay. he passed away. Yeah. He goes, uh, everyone was shocked when uh, you know Steve Irwin passed away. I wasn't. His name was the Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> If I had to pick someone who was going to die, I just, I, my yeah. money goes on the crocodile yeah, hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> um, and listen, we're big fans of Steve. Yeah. All of his work, great. Mm. But you know what? It's, um, I, I don't know if he would be so precious. This is what I heard in every single news report after Steve passed away. Stingrays 
are very docile animals. Yeah. Uh, so what was happening? Was the stingray being provoked? Well, you know, yeah. Steve did get up and close to a lot mm. of wild animals. So something like that was, yeah. And was that doesn't mean that we should make fun of the, the whole incident. But I, we're just saying that, listen, if you die in a, in a comical way, you're up for a joke. Is that fair? South Park's coming for you. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so with, with Wait, no, I, please, if I die comically, <laughs> please make fun of me because I'm not going to be precious about it. I'll be dead. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Like, there's the funniest thing for everything. So there's the funniest death. Someone has died in the most comedic <laughs> way. Steve Irwin could have been up there. At the time, someone's probably died in a more funnier way. Like, people often have... This is getting dark, but people often have... This is what happens when we're away from each other for a while, Tim. The therapy starts working. And can I recommend, if you are still dealing with some trauma from blue bottles, maybe a little bit of CBD uh, therapy... uh, No, I said CBD. That's marijuana, isn't it? No, it's good, too. Okay, I I meant uh, cognitive behavioural therapy. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like a lot of people often have incidents on the toilet. Yeah, you hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you hear about people like even having um, strokes or brain mm. aneurysms or dying on the toilet. I that's I don't want like someone's gonna have to find you. That yeah. would be I think that would be the most embarrassing way to die on the toilet. I have heard one of uh, those stories with with my sister in law, police officer, mm-hmm. found someone wedged between the toilet and the wall. Overweight man, mm. chief. They they go to lots of sites like this, yeah, yeah. Um, and like it was pretty comical for it. He wasn't dead; they saved oh, him. Oh wow! Okay. But he was kind of wedged in yeah. there, and he could, like no one saw him for a couple of days mm. because they couldn't hear him outside the house. So they broke in and they they saw him and rescued him. Mm. But yeah, wedged him between the toilet and the wall. Um, how, how would you like this, to go, Timmy? Because yeah. uh, what? How would I yeah, like to go yeah. if if you got to choose the way you died? I'd like to say body surfing, but I mean, if I... But that would be... Drowning sounds awful. Yeah, I don't want to drown. But I might just kind of hit my head and... Yeah, yeah. They say, you know, out in the cold weather, in the snow, you could just sort of fall asleep and uh, you just go, you just Mm. pass away. So that could be nice. A bit of an injection, you know? Nothing too full on. What What do they do for the lethal injection? Um, Did they mix oh. something together and it goes shh and then they put it in you? No, I think it would probably be similar to how they um, treat a palliative care patient. I'm guessing it would just be a, a sleepy mm. a sleepy thing and then they just keep making you is go that, to sleep. Is that legal though? I don't... No, it's not legal in New South Wales. Uh, it is in Victoria now. Wow. Mm. All right, let's get a better question and try and get off this death talk. <laughs> Your last meal. What would my last meal be? Mm. Oh, oh, I'm pretty privy to a a Hungry Jack's double cheeseburger, (laughs) to be honest. And I've been really abstaining lately. Statistically speaking, that's probably a lot of people's last meals. Yeah. (laughs) Just their heart can't take it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I would probably go for a chili con cuesa dip. Yeah, probably just... From the the big Mexican (laughs) rancho. big Mexican rancho, yeah. All right, how are we going to get this back on track to some body surfing? Are we still talking about blue bottles? Have you got no, 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 no. Blue bottles is finished. Uh, I've, I've said you want you want to soak that sting yep. in hot water. Mm. 
and then just get someone else to remove it so you don't get stung. Mm. Preferably, maybe with gloves. Um, I've got a bit of a swing twin idea for you. Okay. Yeah, set of twins. Here we go. On a set of swings. We get G-Bone, yeah. Gareth, to write a song on the trombone about blue bottles. Are we singing over the top of it? I don't think it needs any lyrics. I think the trombone can sort of convey his okay. thoughts about uh, blue bottles because he does not like them. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a last post. Yeah, yeah, sort of, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you reckon he'll do that? No. <laughs> do you reckon he'll change his? Uh, I haven't met him. Maybe he will. <laughs> do you reckon he'll change his Instagram handle to G Bone? Well, yeah, he does need a surfing name because G Trombone. I don't know if it's got the same ring as a Womp Dad. Well, we just had Womp Dad on the podcast and he, he kind of talked us through the the Womp names. Mm. And there are so many out there, the Womp something. So Womp Trombone, Womp Bone. Mm. I don't know if that works. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I, listen, we can pitch it to him and we'll see, see how he goes. But, mate, interview with Alan. Oh. was a cracker. Well, we've got a few things to catch up on. It has been a New York minute since we last caught up. Uh, way, way, way back, we, we had Trey on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matty Boy from Trey Surf Co. And uh, big news, Wolfo, our executive producer, got sponsored by Trey Boards. We've got a huge package coming from California with all the gear. Uh, so we're going to be decked out with that stuff soon. That was a really fun interview. Mm. And... Uh, uh, it, it was great to get Maddie on, and he was just stoked to, to be here and to, to talk about you know his passion project. This is I, I love tray boarding. I think these products are amazing. I think everyone should at least try it once. I'm not a huge hand board, hand plane kind of guy, and I love this thing. So I've bought a few. Uh, Wolfo is getting a few freebies because he's a team rider. But yeah, that was a, a lot of fun. And uh, then you had a little. Sicky on Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah, I did, Tim. Uh, and you know what? I listened to the um, the podcast with, with Luke. And, mate, I, I could be out of a job here. He was very, very good. Well, that's why I gave him the call. You know, I was sort of mulling over and uh, ruminating a lot about who to get on to guest host. It was sort of a last-minute thing. Belly Slater was waiting in the wings. Belly mm. Slater has bought himself a nice little microphone and has a home okay. studio. He was... Like, honestly, a minute away from getting a call and going, hey, can you fill in for Oe? But then I just thought, you know, with his conservative mm. right-wing opinions, yeah. I just didn't want to, you know, talk too much about this propaganda on the podcast. No, so no. we went with a, a sensible, more progressive guest co-host, Luke Brabot from the Bay, Bay Body Bashers, and he, he did so good. He's As I said on the podcast, he's the... The Jay Leno of the Body Surf mm. podcast. He's the permanent guest host. If any of us are, you know, ever away, Luke's filling in. Yeah, that's right. And and what a job he did. And you're right in saying that. I don't. We don't want to give people like Belly Slater a platform <laughs> on this podcast. Um, but but something I was thinking about during the week, Tim. Mm. Um, and we've got to try and maintain a, a, a healthy level of rivalry with the Bait Bay guys. We're, we're mates, yeah. but you know what? We're also rivals. Mm. And I was thinking the other day, what have they contributed to body surfing? <laughs> you know, like, let's work our way up the East Coast. Right? You've got South Coast body surfers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Ecto, mm. right? South Coast body surfers. Yep. Tick. 
One right? of the best hand planes going yeah. around. Yeah, that's right. Um, then you come up a little bit. You got us, right? Mm-hmm. Body, body Surf Podcast. I feel like this is the worst thing we contribute. <laughs> I think the Budgie Boys do so much more in the body surfing community. Yeah, yeah, listen, I, you're right with that. They do bring the stoke quite well. But I, I feel as if... I, our job is to try and bring the people together, and I don't know if we're doing that enough. Yeah. Uh, and Especially in this segment where you're bagging Bake Bay. <laughs> well, I got a bit like, because Luke come on and he was like, listen, I'm selling them good. <laughs> like, we got a horse coming in, we're doing the island swim. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, like a lot of community stuff. Mm. But that's for the shy out, mate. What are you doing for body surfing in general? On an international scale. Well, he, yeah. he said he's got these. I'm um, still going here, Tim. <laughs> Sorry. Go, go up a little th- further. Uh, Northern Beaches Wampets. Belly Slater, of course, mm. right? Skip up to the Goldie. You got Slide, mm. mate. Tick, 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 tick. Sorry, I, I completely missed the uh, Eastern Suburbs boys, which have got Ricky, Ricky Gilby. Ricky Gilby. Uh, and you got Lone Wolf, mm-hmm. mate. Maroobra body surfers. You got Robs, who's just an absolute charger. Yeah, so you see, I, I'd say that... Um, Bait Bay really need to lift their game there. See, Bait Bay have Nick Brabot. I yeah. one of the best big wave body surfers mm. of all time. Okay. Does that give them anything? Well, he hasn't been in the surf for a while. Did you like Luke's little uh, uh, comment about Bait Bay being a big surf team? Yeah, they are. And, and I, I think most of the uh, clubs in the Bait Bay mm. area are. <laughs> well, us and them. Well, no, there's more. There's You've got the um, the Reef Kings. Right. You've got the All Seasons. I love the All Seasons. All Seasons. They don't, they don't surf in anything but Big Swell, <laughs> right? And so he is right in that. No, I do want to say that... Um, uh, Luke did such a tremendous job. I was really blown away mm. uh, with the quality of that podcast. If you haven't listened, please go back and listen to it. Uh, you only have to put up with me for 45 seconds doing a terrible call of the worst Melbourne Cup running fun. of uh, recent memory. Do you like the tradition of the Master Bait Boy Cup? I love it. Yeah, yeah I think it's very fun. So have, uh, have we done it? That's our second time. Second so we'll, time. We'll so try and keep it going. We've got the trophy here somewhere. No, I think we lost it in the move. <laughs> <laughs> I might make a new one, yeah. Okay, yeah, make a new one. Put the put Bait Bay twice yeah. uh, down, and um, no, they, they are doing good stuff, Bait Bay. And uh, we should you you've been jumping on with the the blood donation, and mm-hmm. they're also doing the big swim. Yeah, and they are always you know picking up rubbish and stuff like that as well. So, but yeah, as you said, that's for the Shire, um, and and we benefit from that. Uh, our waters, are, the beaches are looking lovely. Mm. Is it because no one was really getting in it lately? Like no one was sitting on the sand. Yeah, you know, it's it just looks so untouched. Mm. Um, but you know, it's still a bit chilly, mate. We're we're almost we're almost at December. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I don't know if we this is in your notes, Zoe, but geez, there are some things we have not mentioned. So. The Patreon is up and running. Yeah. Now, uh, some people found out about this before it went live. Hamish from the Goldie Sliders was like a full big tier member 
before we even launched it. Mm. There was no content there. He's already paying money for it, which was just very, very humbling. Um, but now we're up. We're doing gear. We're posting stuff as much as we can. Wolfo's cooking up some really cool ideas and he's going to be filming some stuff over the Christmas holiday period. And I, I just think the Patreon is going to be a place for some very, very silly, uncensored body surfing material. And as Luke and I discussed, we're going to start teaming people up. So, like, Owie and I might sit out one week and we'll put some people together to have a crack at hosting a podcast. Mm. Let's see what happens. Who knows? It could be absolutely gold. It could be disastrous. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I mean, the thing is, people listen to the podcast so they can hear interviews of people that they wouldn't get to hear from. Mm. So... Us talking a bit of rubbish, you know, people will they'll hang around for it, but they want they want the the body surfing gear. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I reckon we give it a go. Yeah, um, we can try. Yeah. Uh, people have much better insight than just us. And you know what? If we if we pair up a couple of people, as you were saying, like Ricky and and Belly, maybe they could bring in a couple of the people that they know. Mm. Um, it might open them up a little bit more uh, to. Uh, yeah, talking more from the heart because, I mean, at the end of the day, if someone comes in, they're sitting opposite from us, Tim, we can we feed them questions and they can only respond to that. If mm. we give them the mic, yeah. open up the, the lines and let them, let them go for it, it, it could be award-winning. Yeah, absolutely. So if you would like to sign up to the Patreon, it's just patreon.com, the Body Surf Podcast. We've got a big end-of-year giveaway cooking up. Now, we have some amazing prizes to give away. Instead of doing the big, long, drawn-out raffle, we're doing one prize. So you've got to be in it to win it. Now, how it's going to work, Oe, is if you sign up to the Patreon, um, you are automatically entered into this raffle. So we have three tiers in the Patreon. We have the, the Grom, the Tickler, and the Body Surf Pro. So the Grom is $3 a month. That gets you a bit of gear. Um, it also gets you three tickets in the raffle. Okay. If you go to the Tickler, $5 a month, that gets you a bit more stuff, but also five tickets in the raffle. If you're the Pro, $7 a month, you get access to everything. We will come over to your house and cook your breakfast. That's $7 a month. You get $7, uh, seven tickets in the raffle. Now, as I said, one big major prize mm. is going to go off to a Patreon member. And this is huge. We'll, we'll uh, draw it out on our last show for the year. And uh, hopefully we can get the winner on the phone. And uh, <laughs> I love listening to radio when a winner gets announced and they don't give it much. You know, they're yep. like, oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, cheers. You know, you, you, you won $500 worth of JB Hi-Fi gift cards. <laughs> This is going to be huge. So we want you on the phone absolutely going nuts for this huge prize. Now, there's going to be some stuff in there that you can only get from entering this raffle. But we'll also have the good gear you know and love. So I I don't even want to say anything yet. Maybe more information will come out soon, but this is going to be a big one and a great way to finish off the year. Lots of merch coming your way very soon. Uh, 
Most of them are gags. You know, it's, it's gag prizes. <laughs> but that's what you want. Now, I just wanted to ask about the Patreon. Timmy, how easy is it to sign up for that? Oh, so easy. Yeah, you just jump on patreon.com slash thebodysurfpodcast. Um, also, we have a Facebook group. This is really cool, and that's where we post a lot of news. Um, the group was very funny a few weeks ago. We, we got a, a few people signing up for the group thinking it was just like a body surf group. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a podcast group. This is for fans of this podcast. Yes, sometimes we talk about body surfing. Sometimes we don't. As I said, a lot of shit movie chat has been going down lately. And when we had Trey on, in the lead up to having Trey on, it was his name's not even Trey. His name's Matt. But we were joking that his name was Trey because he lives in <laughs> the OC. And I, I, uh, I said, okay. There's a great sketch um, based on a scene that happened in the OC where Marissa shoots Ryan's brother, Trey. It was the big season finale of the OC. It was much watch TV. And uh, they've done a lot of spoofs of it. And uh, I thought it would be funny if we did uh, our own version of it with uh, Marissa, instead of a gun, used the tray board to shoot Trey. <laughs> yeah. Stupid gag. Someone got on the group and was like, how dare you? This is insane. This is so disgusting. It's so violent. I didn't expect to see gun violence on the body surf. Whoa. (laughs) Slattle down, buddy. Man, you've lost it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, as I said... Not, not a body surf group. This is a podcast group. Also, we do talk about movies a lot. Also, the OC was like PG-13+. plus. <laughs> if you can't handle that, don't go to America because they love, you know, taking guns out at school. So chill the F down, buddy. <laughs> it was very, very tame. It was, it was a yeah. dramatic scene, but it wasn't too full on. Um, and... <laughs> South Park do that great bit where they replace the guns with walkie-talkies. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah, it's Instead yeah. of a gun, it's a tray. Yeah. Oh, geez. People have to just grow the F up. <laughs> what is wrong with them? Well, Tim, people are people. You know, there's uh, there are people that are just like they just want to chill. Body surfing might be their zen. And mm. you know what? If, if you're coming to listen to us, we're not very zen, mate. There's no, there's no rock tumblers going on in here. Uh, but like, uh, you know, we we haven't lost a listener because that person did not listen to the show. Yeah, that's right. No, and you know what? Uh, sorry out there if you if you did listen to the show and you are listening now. Um, sorry, uh, Timmy. You know what? We we should talk a little bit of body serving on this forty-two mm. minute podcast. <laughs> so I thought we would uh, bring up the cool and wedge. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just had Alan Rath on. He designed the T-shirt that you're wearing mm. uh, with the big Cool and Wedge logo on the back. Now, I, I'm getting so confused and like what happened during lockdown, what didn't go ahead. Coolum's only run once, yeah? Correct. And you attended. Yes. Yeah. And how was it? Yeah, really good. Mm. Uh, a bit different this year. It's going to be run uh, completely different, actually. Okay. And uh, I've got a bit of the info here. Um, now, last year, Cracker event, myself, Aaron, Jesse went up from uh, the Budgie Boys and we all stayed in a, in a little hotel room together. Really fun. Mm. I mean, I couldn't do another two days with Aaron in the same room. 
Um, I've been lining him up to do some content for the Patreon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so sign up to the Patreon for the most controversial member mm. of the Budgie Boys. By the way, the other day, if you're friends with Aaron on Facebook, not that I recommend that, but <laughs> could just completely ruin the new Bond film. Just status update said everything that happened in it. I thought he was joking. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> He's not joking. <laughs> Not at all. So, sorry, Tim. Uh, I've just ruined it for Timmy. Uh, so, Cool and Wedge, it's on again. Mm. Fists of Fury this year. Okay. Yeah, it's got a little title. I like it. Uh, what's different um, compared to last year, Timmy, is that it's running over three days this year. So, I've just had a look at the timeline. If you go onto their website, um, just Google Cool and Wedge. It'll mm. come up. Uh, if you go onto the website, it's got the timeline there. So Friday afternoon, it's rock up. Hey, how you going? Couple of beers at the surf club, right? Saturday, mm. whole day of competition. Yep. Now, the big change from last year was that the comp was um, one and done mm. on Saturday. Okay. After party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday night, recovery Sunday, fly home for those who yeah, need yeah. to get home for work. This year, because it's over three days, the finals are on Sunday. Ooh. So, what do you do? You take Monday off. There's no way yeah. you're getting back to work. But Monday. a lot of people can't, don't have the luxury for that. <laughs> Mate, I've been working from home for two years. Are you telling me you've got no leave saved up? I'm actually, <laughs> I successfully navigated, and I've said this, I said this a couple of weeks ago, successfully navigated zero days in lockdown. Over the entire pandemic. Mm. It was the worst thing ever. Uh, and I changed jobs halfway through. So, yeah. no, I don't have any sick leave uh, and I have no leave. Um, Timmy, I've been thinking about the people who went there last year. Myself, Corey, uh, you got the Barrel Pig, you got Uga, Robs. Don't mind a carry on. Mm-hmm. Don't mind a drink. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I'm going. A lot of those guys were in the final last year. <laughs> if the final's on Sunday uh, this yeah. year, I think there's there's got to be a, a a new favourite in town. And the, it could be you, Timmy, because you're off the drink. Yeah, but I still like a carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the sauce, you know. I'll still, I'll still you know, have a, have a bit of a dip. So the thing is, I just think move the after party to Sunday night. Well, it probably will be Sunday night, mm. but the thing is... You're away from home. You're around your mates. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Yeah. I'll be watching My Girl 2 in, in the <laughs> hotel room. I don't care. I'm not going out Saturday night. I'm getting room service, watching My Girl 2, getting mm. a good night's sleep, even mm. if I'm not in the final. I mm. just want to be ready to watch the, the day of competition on Sunday. Sunday night, let's carry on for sure. I just don't know how um, reserved the boys will be able to be because a lot of them went heavy on the Friday night. Mm. Last year. So yeah. they're going Friday, Saturday night. I'm worried to see like what's going to... And it's a, it says early start Sunday morning. Early start. So w- when is it, Owie? Uh, March 23 to 25. Just let me double check those dates. 25 to 27. There you go. Now, March 25 to 27. It's, 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 it's around the corner, really. So, yeah, but it's next year. Um, we're going to have some some laws changing, some legislation changing, some restrictions changing. What's going to happen to people who aren't vaccinated? Like, they're going to be able to start to re-enter society again. Mm. Um, I was listening to some talkback radio the other day, and I'll, I'll just give this a play. 
I something came to mind when I heard this. I'm kind of thinking about what about the the people who are not being vaccinated who want to compete in body surf competitions? What are we going to do with that? So have a listen to this, Owe, and let me know what you think. You'll remember we spoke earlier in the week about the suggestions from Nick Kyrgios that the Australian Open should be cancelled, and according to him, it is quote morally wrong to force people to be vaccinated to play at the tournament. I thought we were starting to get some common sense from Nick earlier this year when he attacked Novak Djokovic for that ridiculous list of demands for players coming to Australia. As you know, the world number one still won't say whether he's been vaccinated. Well, the Joker's playing at the ATP finals at the moment and one of the journalists asked him today about the support he's now receiving from Nick Kyrgios. Prepare yourself because it's going to make your blood boil. Djokovic said this. I must agree with him that the freedom uh, of choice is uh, essential. Uh, whether it's vaccination or anything else in life, you should have the freedom to choose to decide what you want uh, to do. In this particular case, what you want to put in your bodies. Look, I used to have a lot of respect for Novak Djokovic, but I just think he's a fool. The health advice around the world is for people to get vaccinated and when you've got the world number one in tennis saying the complete opposite, I think it's dangerous and totally unacceptable. Novak talks about a freedom of choice. Well, I have the freedom to call out his BS. If he isn't double vaccinated, I don't want him at Melbourne Park and thankfully he won't be allowed to step foot in this country without it. Novak, we don't call that freedom of choice. We just want to protect the health and safety of the proud Australians who have rolled up their sleeves and done the right thing. So I want to pose a serious question to you listening across Australia tonight. Has the carry-on from Novak Djokovic caused you to lose all respect for him? I used to think he was a breath of fresh air and he came across as a, a decent bloke in those charity matches that he's played over the years. But I've got to be honest, I can't stand him anymore. Are you the same? 131873 is the number. Email me at 2gb.com and text me 0460-873-873. we got a stack to get through over the next hour. There's plenty of time for your calls as well. It's Thursday the 18th of November. Welcome to the wide world of sports. So Mark Levy there from 2GB's wide world of sports. I thought sport. that was uh, Thirsty Morrow. Thirsty Morrow? No, that's, that's Lev's. Um, so... Yeah, that, that show goes to air uh, at 6 o'clock. So I was listening to that a few weeks ago in the car and I thought, what does that remind me of? And I started thinking about some of the body surfers who are not keen on getting the vaccination and what that might mean once these competitions start spruiking up. So, you know, we've got the big one, 2022 Wompoff. We're, you know, teams from around the world, but also interstate, fly generally somewhere in New South Wales to compete. What are the laws going to be then? Because they're kind of saying, hey, if you just wait until December, you'll be able to go to the pub, even if you're not vaccinated, which is crazy because at the moment, if we want to go to the pub, we've got to scan in, show them our vaccination certificates, do all this stuff just to have a drink, which is, I'm totally cool with it. But are they going to just stop doing that in a few weeks' time? Oh, Timmy, I couldn't tell you. Um, listen, the ocean has been one of those places, uh, at least in uh, in Australia, where uh, COVID or not, you could you could go out there and true, yeah, and and social distancing wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just you're in the water. Uh, no one was really policing the shoreline. Like I, I saw some places overseas, particularly in America, when they had their initial lockdowns. People were going for their exercise and going for surfs. Yep. 
And cops were standing on, on the beach wow. and booking people as they came in. Oh, wow. You know? So we, we didn't really have any of that here. Mm. So, uh, you know what? I, uh, there are going to be people within the body surfing community that choose to not get vaccinated. Um, there's been a couple of guys from the Goldie Sliders that have been pretty public about not being back vaccinated. Um, my opinion of them hasn't changed. I'm not going to go down the lines of um, what Mark Levy had to say. Uh, uh, but for me, I, I, I would like to see them vaccinated. Maybe they can wear a Body Surf podcast face mask while they're in the water i don't have a problem with them body surfing at the comp but maybe if they do they have to they have to wear the um, body surf podcast <laughs> wetsuit face mask maybe we have an astrazeneca team and a pfizer team <laughs> and we just battle it out we see who's uh who's the best <laughs> yep yep what about you timmy because i know you brought this up um what, what are your thoughts on it because i know you've been pretty um you were one of the first people to roll your sleeve up. Yeah, well, uh, actually, it, it it took me a while to get vaccinated only because I wasn't eligible and I was seeing people get vaccinated. I go, hey, mate, it looks like you're skipping the line there. Mm. You know, I'm 30 years old. I'm pretty healthy. I was um, advised not to get AstraZeneca. Um, I don't know why. They were only sort of allowing older people to get that one. Um, so I waited. I waited for the Pfizer and uh, that was medical health advice, you know. Uh, I, I, I somehow got it a little bit earlier. And you know what? I got a message the other day saying the, the vaccine I was meant to get, if I didn't get an earlier one, was only a few weeks ago. Yeah, I know. So that means I would have been stuck at home. Mm. Like, that's quite unfair mm. to sort of let people be rewarded for being vaccinated when some people aren't even eligible. Mm. So I had a bit of an issue with that. Now, I feel like we're at a place where everyone's eligible now. You can go to uh, your local footy stadium and stand in line and do walk-ins and get vaccinated everyone has equal opportunity to do that now and i think the incentive is hey you can return to some form of normality if you get vaccinated i feel like that should be the case for for other things hey if you want to um you know enter a body surfing event if you want to go to a music festival if you want to go to the sydney opera house and watch uh, the middle east play an amazing show you need to be vaccinated Mm. Are they just going to say, hey, once mm. December rolls around, effort. It doesn't matter. Just <laughs> whatever you, you know, you can have the craziest opinions in the world um, and, and, and apparently from December on, it doesn't matter. Well, it's interesting, Tim, uh, because the government is going to obviously set uh, what, we, what we can and what we can't do. Mm. People are going to disagree with that. Um, but there's also businesses. For instance, um, I think it was SPC. Baked mm. beans and spaghetti. Yeah. Right? First people to come out and they go, you're not vaccinated, you're not working yep. here. I don't care how long you've worked here for, you're out. Now, some people would say, oh, that's tyranny. Yep. Right? I, I'm not one of them. I, I think we've got vaccines for things throughout the ages. Roll your sleeve up, get vaccinated. Mm. I'm fine. I'm going on with it. Uh, I'm more concerned with if I actually got the virus, what it would look like down the track. Only time will tell. Mm. Um, so, I, I think maybe there may be a fine line between, all right, the government goes, yes, you can participate in da-da-da-da-da, but then organisations may be able to write their own rules as well. So, for instance, SBC goes, if you're not vaccinated, you're not working. What's to say Ricky Gilby goes, yeah. if you're not vaccinated, you're not surfing, yeah. you know? Even though the government goes, yep, sweet, you can, Um the final say is the event organiser. Yep. So 
if we were to run a body surfing comp next year, which I would love to do, and I've been thinking about quite a lot, um, what would our guidelines be? What would you like to see there, Tim? Would you like to see um, everybody fully vaccinated or are you going to open it up to choice? This might sound very hypocritical of what I was just saying, but I, I'm going to sound like a real sheep. Whatever the government says, I'll abide by. Okay. And if, if they're saying, hey, people who haven't been vaccinated are now allowed to do stuff, I guess I'll accept that. Mm. I just thought they would be a bit tougher on it. You know, we wanted to get to 90, you know, we wanted to get to 80, we wanted to get to 90. You know, when we got there, you know, things just started to do, you know, I don't know, people started to relax a bit. Why can't we get to 100? Mm. <laughs> like, let's go for it. We're so close. There's that old joke. 99% fat free. Come on, man. You're so close. Just one more percent. Let's do it, Australia. Let's do it, the world. Like, we can all... Like, it must be hard to be in, you know, some, some third world countries that don't have access to the vaccine. Like, I don't watch the news. It, it's very depressing. But, like, what's happening around the world? There must be some places that just aren't coping with this virus. Yeah, a lot of the third world countries are really... Um, yeah... The the virus is kind of spreading uncontrolled, mm. and the call is now from the wealthier countries to go like, listen, give up some of your vaccines so we can yeah. try and get this in control, because the whole reason we're in this mess is because the virus mutated. Mm. If you believe the science, that's what that's what happened, right? So we had the original strain, it mutated, it got more infectious kind of looks like it's less lethal mm. but it's infecting more people okay. um, so when you have a virus in a community that is uncontrolled spreading it has the ability to mutate now as i've said on the podcast before and i'm not a medical expert uh, the virus is around 80 percent similar to sars mm. now sars had a death rate of almost 50 percent mm. <laughs> When 50% of the people that are catching a virus die, that's alarm bells. Yeah. So will we see COVID do that? Probably not. Could it mutate and be more lethal? Yes. So, yeah, it's a fine line between, yes, you have your freedoms and you should be able to do what you want within the law, um, but also you need to kind of understand safety and safety for the masses. Mm. Uh, I always have this idea of not a free will, but a governed will, because we have the ability to do anything that we want, Tim. Like I can go for a body surf or I can choose not to go for a body surf. I could choose to um, commit a crime, but I know I won't because there are laws in place that will stop me from doing that crime. So even though I have the ability to do it, I won't because of the consequences. Mm. So your will is governed. If you don't like that, fair enough. And you can step outside that, but expect to be punished for your actions. Mm. Well said. Do you think we're being a bit too harsh on this? Like, uh, you know, we did just play one of the most conservative right-wing radio stations, <laughs> and we sound very similar to that. <laughs> I'm just worried, you know, we're we're getting a bit too. Uh, I don't like this expression because it actually means the opposite. Liberal. Yeah. Because <laughs> liberal means to be left-wing. Mm. Um, we're, we're actually becoming a bit too conservative. Hey, our politics have always been on the table. Keep voting liberal, people. Uh, 
Scott Morrison is going to be on the podcast in a few weeks' time, so that's very exciting. <laughs> He's not, but he does drink Harry Man. So yeah. Maybe we could get him and uh, Andy on. That would be this, a, That would be a get. They could just co-host between the sets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, very exciting stuff. It was great to catch up with you, Owie. I feel like it has been so long. Um, you don't have to worry about anything we said in the last half hour because no one's listening. It's just for us. <laughs> So now remember when we did the bodest 100? Yep. Did you enjoy that? No. Okay. <laughs> so I did actually. I was I was thinking about it the other day. It was a long shift. Not that we should ever do it again, but I did like the process. Yeah, so I'm thinking uh for the end of year we we should do a big show and uh obviously we'll be giving away mm. Um, prizes, uh, well, uh, one big major prize. Um, but also we, we've got to do a bit of Connie T. So why not do an open line show? Well, we we did a few of those when we first started the uh, the live mm. the live shows, and people did call mm. in. Um, and there we were not in delay, so you could have said anything you yeah. wanted. So I'm thinking we we give out a number or we give out a Zoom meeting. Uh, if you want to be involved in the end of year show. Give us a call. Let us know your opinions. Have a chat with us. We'll do a bit of a, a talkback show. It might go for three hours. Who knows? Wolfo um, won't like that. He's not going to like tonight either. And this is what happens when you don't come, Wolfo. I keep telling you, when you're in the room, we stay on track. We don't get technical difficulties. And we talk body surfing. You're well, not in the room. This is what happens. A great this ex- is what you get. A great example of that is uh, the interview with uh, Trey Surfco. Wolfo yeah. was here. That went unhindered like it was just yeah, yeah. perfect um so are you thinking we could do uh, i'm thinking a talkback show we give away the prize i'm thinking we play a body surf edition of quick draw with someone so you verse who do you want to take on in quick draw who would be good at it oh <laughs> how hard are the questions well i think an example would be like name something you see at the beach starting with s oh it's surf board <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, five questions like that. Yeah, good. Um, who would you take on? Um, oh, you could take on anyone. I'd like to take on Belly because he's not my favourite person at the moment. So <laughs> let's line that up. Me v. Belly in the quick draw. If Belly's not available, I was thinking Jesse Mawson. He's Je- quite competitive. No, we need to do um, Jesse's Wompmas. He needs <laughs> he needs to do another Wompmas uh, poem. poem. Yeah, that would mm. be great. So let's let's do a big end of year bonanza. It might be a three, four, five hour show. Wolfo's mm. going to edit it. Um, it won't. This is a three, four, five hour <laughs> show. By do the you want to do it live, or should we should we just give out the number to people we want involved in the show? No, give out the number to, or to everyone. Yeah, there could be just complete randoms on there. We and need to get better internet connection. Yes, we yes, we, we'll sort that out. Maybe we like rent a studio or something crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's do a big end of your show. But we still got a few more shows before that happens. So we'll be back talking shit in a in a you know in a week's time or whatever. Um, I was getting really good at like planning out guests but now i don't know where we're at because we're, we we mm. it took us a while to do the womp dad interview yep because of technical issues so we might have to have a look at the drawing board and just see what we're up to and who's going to be our last few guests for the the year if if this was last year i would have called it now i would have gone that's it for that's the year. it we're done <laughs> done yeah but because we had a really weird year and we didn't do a lot of connie 
I think we owe it to the fans to keep going all the way up mm. to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So let's squeeze in as many guests as we can do. Let's do as many between the sets we can do. And then let's end the year with a big... What do you want to call this show? The Body Surf Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> St. Nicholas edition. We got we got to get St. Nick in. Yes, he, he, he gives us a call. It's like... um. Carol's in the domain mm. and they like forward sell Santa. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, Santa's coming up soon. <laughs> Just some, you know, some actor that's in SAG. Yeah, he's got his fingers crossed. He's like, oh, I've got it this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way, great live read last week. Yeah, I liked well, doing that. A couple of weeks ago, but um, on Between the Sets. We uh, might just use that and copy and paste it in um, when we need a live read. Mm. Do you reckon the Aporto one was better? I think the Aporto one was better, but listen, I, they've both got really good live read voices. Yeah. Well, the Aporto one had a typo in it. <laughs> so that was very... He still read it. It's very unprofessional on our end, but the Steady Freddy one, I think we... we it's, it's the three free... Yeah, pack. that's hard. You know, it's, it's, it shouldn't be in there. It is. It's just to sl- keep you on your toes. We should put it through Grammarly and just make sure it's spot mm. on. Have you ever seen that ad for Grammarly? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they could sponsor the podcast. Okay. Should we finish up? Yeah, let's get out of here, Tim. All right, let's uh, do it all again real soon. But for now, remember, it's always... Oh, you're going to do the whole thing. Oh, you see, you've been doing the thing. Yeah. Because I haven't been in, Timmy. No, I'll do it. <laughs> It's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye. See ya.